Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. We've been walking through the book of Acts, and now we're heading into Acts chapter 7. And so think about this for just a moment. It was a routine checkup. No thrills expected. Check the heart, check the blood pressure, out the door. After running some tests and looking at the results, the doctor walks back into the room and he says, we are doing heart surgery tomorrow. You have a clogged artery in your heart and it's the widow maker. How many of you have heard a similar story or even have had that spoken to you? That's a scary word, the widow maker. But aren't you thankful that your heart was exposed for what was truly going on inside of it? It could have saved your life. Today, our text exposes a problem, a heart problem, and all of us have suffered from it. Some of us have undergone spiritual surgery and Christ has put within us a new heart, but others, perhaps many who are listening today, are still living with this heart problem. In our text, a man by the name of Stephen exposes the hard-heartedness of some people, and it's my prayer that you will listen with the hope of being changed, of being transformed, of being confronted by God himself through his word. So you will remember that in chapter 6, Stephen has been accused of blaspheming against Moses and God, which is later interpreted in verses 13 and 14 as blaspheming against the temple and the customs of Moses. So the charges against Stephen are that he's been speaking against the temple and against the law. And what gets the people so worked up is that in their minds, if the temple is destroyed, well then that was a sign that God's protective hand over them had been removed. They so identified God with the temple that not to have the temple meant that God no longer had them. So Stephen is going to give this incredible speech. Really, it's a, it's a sermon on the law and the temple recounting the history of the Israelites, all the while drawing out lessons that the people and the priest had missed. So Stephen covers four major time periods and people. He begins with Abraham. And what we must notice is that God appears to Abraham while Abraham was in Mesopotamia. Abraham was not in a tabernacle, nor was he in a temple. In fact, Abraham was not even a God worshiper. He was a pagan, yet God appeared to him. And notice how Stephen describes God. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham. In other words, God is himself glorious. The temple doesn't make him so. And even through all the moving and all the migrations, God was with Abraham orchestrating all of it. And then the scene moves to Joseph and how God was with Joseph in Egypt. So don't miss this. God was with his people in Mesopotamia, and now he was with his people in Egypt. From there, Stephen moves from Joseph to Moses and how God appeared to Moses at Mount Sinai. So notice what he does. You, you can't miss this. Stephen gives a running commentary, and throughout this commentary, he consistently brings up two main points. God was with the people when there wasn't a temple. And the people of Israel continually rejected God. So Stephen gets through with his sermon and he begins the invitation this way by saying, you stiff-necked people, you always resist the Holy Spirit. What a way to wrap up a sermon. 
In other words, there was nothing wrong with the people's understanding of history. It was their hard hearts. Their hearts were full of pride and conceit, so much so that, that they didn't want to believe the truth, even though they knew it to be true. Resisting the Holy Spirit is a posture of the heart. A person who resists the Holy Spirit is a person who does not want a Godward life. They want things their own way. Their heart is closed off towards God. It's not soft or malleable or moldable. Stephen calls them stiff-necked, uncircumcised in heart and ear. And those are all Old Testament terminologies. They don't describe the people of Israel on a bad day, but rather it's the common stance they had towards God. And might I add, it is the human being's default position. People who were sent to speak God's salvation and truth into their lives, they rejected. People who were sent to speak God's hope over their lives, they rejected. And in so doing, resisted the Holy Spirit, rejecting the very one who could redeem them. I'm praying that you are one who has heard the message of God's love and forgiveness that he gives through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and that you have not rejected, but that you respond in repentance and faith in him. When you pray today, please remember to pray for Oscar and Tammy Guyton and their children, Lydia and Ostali. Also, remember the LifeWord Burmese broadcast in the target area of Myanmar. Thank you.